with Vershawn Jackson. Powered by Bauer. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Oh, you said what? Uh, uh. Oh, yeah, fill that in. Thanks, Bob. You're a great guy. I'm going to stop calling you Whipple. And Bob, the 90s happened. Don't say it again, Terrell, that the 90s didn't happen. That's right. It you guys happened. are on the greatest team of all time. You can't, you can't say it, it happened. didn't happen. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. You, have, you were there. Now, Jay, Jay I got a question there. for you, Jay. Yo, 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 yo. What was, you say you was on scout team defense. I, I never got a chance to watch y'all go against the offense, but was they as physical as we tried to do to the offense of, of uh, what, what was that? The offensive scout team? Yeah. Was uh, was us the art starters the number one offense? Yeah, they were. They Come were, on, Gates. They, it, were, it, it, they now, were forced to be reckoned with. Now listen, they were the number one team in the country. That's what I. Yeah. They, they wasn't if bullies had, though. Were they bullies? Though? No, no, but they were physical. I mean, they were yeah. the number well, one team. They were we the number one. Bullies they were bit. the number one team in America. That but, was and that was my. That's that's what I thought every time I was like, yeah, let me get out here. So so wait, Gates. So, so Gates would have been on. So I had a brother-in-law deal with you. And a secret one with him. I never really wanted to destroy Gates. I don't ever remember even getting a hold of you. No, because I, but I, I remember covering you, and I remember you being salty. You ran this little nonsense route across the back of the end zone, and I and knocked you, it down. You, you, and you were like, Gates, <laughs> how'd you do that? It's all mad. No, not, not how. Why, Gates? Yeah. Just let me catch it, Gates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why, why are you knocking the ball down with a, by a guy who's already frustrated? Just let me catch it, Gates. I, I had it. I had to get a little bit of like you, and then I remember Matt Davison was the one I. had. Had the most oh fun yeah, with. you and Matt. <laughs> I used to, Matt. Matt was a true freshman, and he was a nice athlete. Yeah, uh, but I knew all the hand signals, right? Coach Brown used to send all the receiver signals in. Matt didn't really know that I knew them all. He was just coming out running his routes, trying to be the freshman All American, whatever. And so I would, st- I was stealing all of Coach Brown's signals, and then sitting on Matt Davidson's routes, Dang. regardless of the coverage. <laughs> Dang. So I knew if he was, and because he was, a, he ran a good routes. I mean, he was a oh, good yeah. wide receiver, a hell yeah. of an athlete. So if he was running a comeback, I would sit on his comeback. I would go deep with him, and I wouldn't go for his stop and goes. And he would get so frustrated because he was like, "You're in cover nine. You're supposed to not do that." <laughs> And I would sit and I would get picked. I mean, that's how I got my little tape because I was just stealing signals, especially when they would run the two-minute offense and Scott would be running it and Coach Brown would be over here doing the signals. Yeah. And I'd be like, I'll bet. Come back, nine, take off. I would sit on all of Davidson's routes. And he he had no idea what I was doing. He just knew that I was breaking the rules and, and basically digging him up because I already knew what he was doing. I had so much fun you with that. You being a net. Yeah, well, and then doing I would what get, you're supposed to do doing, with scouting. Yeah, yeah, you got you got to find a way. And I wouldn't tell everybody what I was doing, but then they'd be like, "Damn, sleep, nice, nice," because you you know you'd go for four plays or whatever, and then someone would jump in. They'd be like, "Good job, Gates." Okay. So, yeah, you know. Now, 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 Cheat code. now, where did the where did the name <laughs> exactly. where did the name sleep come from? Sleepy come from? Who? How did that even come? I don't know who's this nickname guy, but I want to know where did Sleepy come from? It came from you, BJ. What? What? It came from you. Yeah, I gave it you came, that nickname. Yeah. I remember it came from you. Sleepy Gates. Yeah. yeah. Gates right. always wake up looking like he tired. Gates, you get some I, I sleep. Remember, I remember uh, it was at, it was, it was uh, during winter conditioning. And I remember you telling him, hey, don't he look like Sleepy Floyd? Don't he look like Sleepy Floyd? And he'd be going around saying it to everybody. And that's, and that's how it came about. And then everyone was like, the loudest person in the room. Yeah. 
him and AD was one of the loudest kids in the room too. And Aaron that's what I'm saying. Everybody thinks AD was just this angel. Aaron Davis was a clown too. The man, the myth, the man, the yeah, myth, the he, man, the myth that is AD. Yeah. Well, for the two years I was there, you were the loudest. Yeah, well, Gershon was always the loudest. That's for sure. What do you want me to do? And always on TV. What do you want me to do? Me too. That people will say. Gates. Him and Jay Sims. Gates. Yeah. You you know our philosophy, right. right? Yeah. Just because you don't get to play does not mean you're not on the team. Exactly. How do we show the people that we're on the team? I stand right next to Coach Osborne. <laughs> Always. <laughs> if you stand next to Coach Osborne, people are going to see you. And I used to people these. I would always stand right by him. Bruh. They would <laughs> right always, by him. I'm telling you, I went home. I'll never forget it. And they was like, you sure you play for Nebraska? So, you know, I'm from the hood. So, you know, they they own you. Yeah. I'm walking around the projects like, yeah, you don't, I don't, we don't think you play for nobody. We ain't seen you at all. So, 94 came. Oh, yeah. I didn't go. travel. But the, the home games? Right next to T.O. Not always. saying a word. Watching what he's doing <laughs> and smiling because I know, Mama, there he go. And then they start seeing me. You know what I mean? And then I finally started playing in 95, but I still stood next to T.O. But everybody thought I was standing there to get on TV. That's kind of partly true. I was standing there. I was standing there because I wanted to be – I was like – What about that? Nobody believed me either, right? Right. Like, no one believed me, especially the kids I played in high school with. They were like, this – this kid was a Nebraska fan, so I would stand next. He's to a coach, golfer, and I used to tell Coach Osborne, "Good call, Coach." Like I used to say things to him. That was a great. He, he did. Yeah, yeah, I used to be in his ear, like "Nice call, Coach." I like that. I like that. <laughs> you know, I used to say all kinds of stuff because I do. I'm sure he was like, "KT, why are you?" I like, didn't say a word. Yeah, I I never said anything. I just I just stood there, but I was paying attention. Fiesta Bowl. I was paying attention. You was. Well, I mean, if so Fiesta Bowl, you know why though. You know why me and Jay Sims was doing that woo woo stuff? Yeah. Because right before the game, we had a um, we had that that deal outside when when both teams were out were there the, the media day. Yeah. The day before the game, and these dudes was in our face. They was doing choo choo trains, mass. talking crazy. Just you know what I'm saying? No, that was yeah. You remember that? Yeah. They talking crazy, doing the choo choo. We was gonna get into a fight. Do you remember what they did when they when they came? Yeah. You know, and walked all over us like yeah. we wasn't just laying there stretching. Could you imagine that? <laughs> we ain't just laying there stretching, and we didn't do anything. That's an testament to Coach Osborne because we wanted to. But they were doing all that showboating before the game and what they was going to do. And they was, you know what I'm saying, dancing and jigging and all that stuff. So when we did what we did to them, in the by the third quarter, the game was over. We was in the game playing. Did you get in that game? No. You didn't get in that game. Oh, no, you weren't there that time. You weren't there in 95. 95 was wash-up time by the time. When I got in the game? <laughs> when I got in the who, game? Who was the quarterback? When I got in? Brooke, Terminator. Term, Brooke first, and then Terminator. Brooke, Brooke was in a couple series, and then at the fourth quarter, it was all Terminator. Yeah. Terminator, Monte Cristo. It was backup city. Listen, we had a good time. When I wasn't playing, I guarantee you I got in the games. Because in the fourth quarter, the games were so far out of hand that coach was four or five people deep. Yeah. Get in the game. Yeah. Get in the game. I you remember know. that's how it was. I right. remember I remember I, I remember my senior year, Coach Armour was like, guys, 
Now, everyone in this locker room is going to play today. I want to make sure everyone understands. Everyone is going to get a chance. <laughs> you coaches, make sure you get all the players out there. <laughs> I mean, when you get up on the team by and 40. you get out there and you're like, uh-oh, I'm about to. And I remember we had a punt return time, but Coach Bowles was like, do not touch the gates. Because <laughs> they were punting and they just left us out there. They were like, just keep the defense out there. I mean, that's how it was. Like, just stay out there. Gates, don't touch the ball. I was back there like. Oh, you wanted it too, did you get I was like, don't let this, this ball come. <laughs> To me, I'm about to touch it. I'm about to run as far as I can. 97, Gates, talk yeah. about that scene, why we won the championship in 97. To me, it was because we had senior leadership. Oh, without a doubt. There's there's no question. I tell people that even now outside. Like That's why you see the Alabamas of today, the Georgias of today. Coach, I mean, Coach Osborne obviously had to coach the team and everything, but between the Unity Council – and quite honestly, Grant and Jason, I, I tell people all the time, I was more scared of Grant and Jason finding out that I had missed something than anyone else. Because I was really concerned that they would hurt me. And if I came <laughs> to the locker room, come here, Gates. Yeah, yeah. yeah get over yeah, here, Gates. Yeah, yeah, Rip I was, your helmet off, Gates. Throw yeah, it down your stomach. Yeah, yeah, punch they, you in the... They used to talk the, like that. And and it's so that if you missed the workout... You freaking go to class, Gates. Yeah. The Unity Girls. So I went to everything. I did everything. So, yeah, leadership on the field was the biggest thing. All right, so, listen, we're going we gonna to switch gears just a little bit, and then we'll get back to some football because spring practice has started. Yeah. It's here. Yeah. Are you going – you think you're going to go down and be a guest ref? Um, They're not uh, – from what I – they're not, they're only using officials a couple times this spring. Okay. Uh, which is a little bit different than the previous coaching staff. So well, That's uh, the least of their worries is officials right now. Yeah. You got to think, brand-new playbook. Offense, defense, special teams. Yeah. For I don't care if you're if you've been there four years, five years, it's all new. Yeah. So install is going to be tough to be you know having refs out there and worrying about jumping off sides and lining up. It, now in the fall they may change. Yeah. They may I, change. It, it has to, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I think yeah. Even Scott realized that because Scott used to just use officials once a week, uh, but then once he started bringing them in a little bit more frequently than the because. Once those kids see it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and they're getting called and getting told, that's holding, and I'm calling it on Saturday. Once they hear that and see that from an official and not a coach, mm-hmm. it becomes real, and then you, you'll see an impact on it on Saturday. Now, I, I, I'm not prying into your personal life, but I want to know, is that – like what type of money does that pay just to go to practice? Is, is that a – that's a pay gig? Oh, is yeah, that a volunteer? Yeah, the, yeah, the big – well, it's, it's the university doesn't really have a whole lot to do with that. Okay. The coaching staff will put in a request – saying we want Big Ten officials or we want officials for this scrimmage or this practice. Okay. And the big t- the COC that I work for fills those requests, and I'm just on that list. So, you know, as long, so then we come in and they treat us like any official that they would. They'll say, hey, call it like a game. Don't call it. Warn the kids. Talk. Whatever they want, the coach will come over and tell us what they want. Now, look, is there um, a such thing as a boot camp for the refs? How do y'all get yourselves in shape, like, oh, to really? Every, <laughs> being a ref is, is year-round. So you have to do honestly. it by on your own. You have to stay in shape on your own. Oh, or? yeah, you got to, yeah, because there's two things that, as, a, as an official, and I think any official, even a high school official will tell you, there's two things you can control, which is what you look like and your rules ability. If you don't know the rules, you're not going to officiate at this level. So – as far as studying the rules and knowing the rules, that's a no-brainer. Now, we get tests. I've already had – matter of fact, we just got our second off-season test. 
um, that we work through on our own or we could do it with other officials, whatever. But that's the expectation that, that you have those two things under control no matter what. Everything else, like your judgment and everything else, we do training and videos. That'll start up here real soon, actually. And uh, But, yeah, those are the two things that we can independently control on our own. There's no boot camp. It's like if you don't know the rules at this level, you're in a world of hurt. What position are you now? I am no longer on the field. I'm in the instant replay booth. So that means what to the average football for dummies guy? Um, depending on the game, depending on where I'm at. Last year, all my games were in the Missouri Valley, but there's there's two guys up in the booth. It's a lot like flying an airplane. You got a, the replay official who actually is responsible for making the call, and then there's a communicator that's in the booth that's watching the field because in college ball, we're watching every single play. Um, so... So what you you so, the co-pilot? Yeah. So well, I've done both. I've done both. I've yeah. been the replay guy, and I've and I've done the co-pilots. So it's just a matter of what the assignment is. If they say Gates, you're going here, and you're the replay official, or Gates, you're going here, and you're the communicator. Um, it's vice versa. But the replay official is the one who actually makes the decision. But together, it's a team effort. It's a true team effort because we're watching every single play, making sure we don't miss anything. It, it's not like NFL where you have to throw the flag. You know, we have to clear every single play for potential targeting, for any kind really? of smoke. Every single so play. So let's say let's say a play went refs on the field didn't call targeting. Right. What what happened? You see it. We see it. What happens? We're gonna stop the game. Really? Yeah. We're gonna buzz the crew, and that's when you'll see the crew. You can tell when it happens is when uh, the the once the referee comes to the microphone, he says the ruling on the field is the first down. The previous play is under review for potential targeting. That's usually one that if it wasn't called, we're looking at it immediately for potential targeting. And we have to if we're going to create a targeting, we have to go through the entire process. I won't bore you with the entire process, but it's pretty extensive. I know fans get frustrated with it, but if we see a hit that's questionable, and it doesn't have to be on the ball carrier, it could be a block, you know, blindside block. It could be anything that yeah, threw me out of the game a long time ago. Oh man. yeah, yeah. <laughs> anything that's potential targeting, we're going to review it. Now, if we review it and say it's not targeting, then we just tell them, "Hey, it's not targeting. Um, you're good to go." Okay, so. If it is targeting, right. then you'll hear the announcement saying, uh, after review, uh, there was targeting on the play. Number 82 has been disqualified. You know, they make that announcement, and the kid gets tossed out of the ballgame. Yeah, I, I, I do. Uh, we get Thunder Not Collins said that. that He don't like the fact that it's done like that. He says if the refs don't call it, then a person in a booth shouldn't be calling it, period. Yeah, you say that until it's your kid that got knocked smooth out. I was going here, – here's, here's, here's the question. <laughs> or he's laying on the ground just because the refs on the field didn't call it. What is targeting? Targeting is – Definition. Forcible contact to the head or neck. That's it. Pretty much. Well, there's two – There's a. It's, I mean, so if I blindside you, as long as I don't hit with the head or neck or lead with my head or neck – it's legal. Well, no, no, no. There's a blindside block. That's so you can blind... stop the game for a blindside block. No, we can't stop the game for a blindside block. Okay, We're so not going to stop the game for a blindside block. Gonna if, unless it includes targeting. You can have a blindside block with targeting. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? If I leave with my head. Yeah, or the crown. See, now that's the difference, and I won't break down the rules too much for you, but there's two well, parts of the rule. Because if you can leave with the crown of the helmet, and the players, it does. We have to decide if the player defenseless, right? There's a lot of things that you'll hear the, in the football language, but you need to know first of all, is a player defenseless? If he's not defenseless, then 
that rules out one. And it has to be crowned. Like you have to come in with the crown of the helmet. If the player comes with the crown of the helmet, that's targeting and he's gone. It, and he's done just for the game, but he's back next week. Yeah, unless it's in the second half. Second half, he seeks out the first half. Right. Bach, you got any questions? You ever choir's the church mouth. Oh, yeah, but we better get, we better get to break. But I got right. some questions. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> well listen, we're power. Bye. Bauer. Bauer. Infrastructure. Bauer. Underground. Brant. Excavate. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> what's wrong with you today? Oh, I got it. What do you mean? Take that light beer hide off. That's, yeah, that's just a hat. Don't worry about it. Hey, listen. Throw it to break, Terrell, man. Throw it to break. You got to get to You got to put you to take work. It, from take it to break, Bach. Oh, you going to pass the buck to Bach? <laughs> nah, I got it. I got it. Thank you. All right, we're at the ticket, 93.7. I'm Terrell Farley, the black shirt. I'm with the captain, Rashawn Jackson, and I'm with former Husker Jay Gates, and I'm with Bach. And we'll be back. <laughs>